Welcome to JTV Talks. My name is Shakira Green, a professional in social media marketing and owner of JTD Co. and JTDCo.shop. On this podcast, we will discuss all things boys, business, and beauty. As a disclaimer, I will be sharing the things that I have learned and are learning along my journey of healing and success. However, I am no licensed therapist, accounting, or consultant of any kind, and any information you receive should be followed up with your own research, as well as trial and error to see what works best for you. Now, without any further ado, let's talk. What's up, guys? So today, the topic that I want to talk about is boys, okay? Our little boys. I am a black mom, so I have two beautiful little black boys. Um, one named Jordan, who is five years old. He is a Sagittarius. He's my independent, um, very mature five-year-old. He definitely acts like a 15-year-old. It definitely bugs me sometimes because I want my kids to stay little as, as long as possible. But I do understand that I have to let them grow up sometimes. But he's very mature for a five-year-old. Um, he was a very easy baby when he was born. His transition from uh, the womb to the world was very easy, I feel like, for both of us. Um, we slept most of the day when he was first born. Um, we really wouldn't be up too long. He really wasn't a crybaby. He wasn't really a spoiled baby. He really keep, could be left alone in the crib by himself. Um and you he wouldn't scream and cry and want you to or need you to pick him up. He can actually sit there and be calm and watch TV. I also have a three-year-old named Jamar. He is a three-year-old Libra. He is my child who only has two different characteristics, like two different personalities. He's either a ball of fire and very charismatic, or he is very whiny and he can be a crybaby um when he was first born he was just that (laughs) he is still the same person he was very he was a very he was very big on crying to express his feelings to say for like a better terms he cried so much y'all like so much it would be times I would put him in another room in his crib by himself and I would just go in my room and just let him cry it out and try to get some sleep. And my oldest son would have would come in the room like, Mommy, come get my brother. Come get my brother. And I'll have to literally get up out of my bed, you guys, to go check on this little boy's brother because he will not let me sleep if I continue to stay asleep. Okay? His, his big brother has always been there to take care of him. And I feel like that is a big reason, a big part of why his brother is one of his biggest inspirations his biggest role model. When he want to figure something out or learn how to do something, he looks to Jordan to do it. He'll ask Jordan, if I don't get up and do something right away, he's going to go to his brother. If he didn't go to his brother first and his brother told him no, and I'm the second choice. Um, And I truly love that connection that my boys have. They also have another brother who comes in between them two um, age-wise. So it's Jordan, he's the oldest. They have a little they have a brother named Josh who comes after Jordan, a couple years after Jordan. And then there's Jamar, 
who comes a little bit later. And all three of them have this connection that is so strong that even when they're apart, they talk about each other all the time. They're asking for each other all the time. And you can just see certain things that they learned when they were with their brother. They're bringing it home because they're so excited that their brother taught them. And their dad will call and tell me about certain things that he learned that Josh um, picked up from Jordan or Jamar. And I just love how close they are and how much they bond with each other and how they actually have each other. When Jordan was first born, um, I definitely thought about him being my only child. You know, I thought about, you know what, one and that's it, one and done. But I was really in love with their father. And of course, even through our ups and downs, we eventually still got back together and I had my second child. But when I was pregnant with him, I was so concerned that I would not bond with him. I was I was so caught up on this connection that I had with my first child. Like, this is my baby. This is my firstborn. This is me and Jordan. We've been through so freaking much together that what if somebody come in and break that up? That was my whole, that was my worst fear. I didn't want him to feel like, like I did when when my little brother was born. I was seven years old. My mom came home and told me, oh, we're about to have another baby. And it was a little boy. Mm, I think not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay. You can keep that, mommy. You don't even, like, for what? You know, I cried. I was, I was so hurt. But as I got older, the hurt deepened because I noticed that the connection that my mom had with my brother, we did not have that. And it's we never had that. So I did wanted to make sure that my my youngest, my oldest son never felt the disconnect between me and him because his younger brother was born. But when his younger brother came out the womb, and when Jordan first saw his younger brother, his eyes glue up. And I'm going to post a picture on our Instagram to follow this podcast. But him holding his brother for the first time, he was so excited. And in that moment, that instantly became Jordan's baby. Like, that is Jordan's baby. And that connection carried on with them for up until now, where they're five and three. And, you know, they can be separated. They definitely love their alone time. But they would rather be with each other for the most part. And I absolutely love that. And they're the same with their other brother. They absolutely love their brother. And yes, they can live without each other. But they would prefer for all three of them to be together. Especially when they're experiencing new things. Trying stuff out. And I love that. And I also wanted to point out how important it is for me as a parent I believe that your sons be around other young men other little boys their age I truly believe in family in the sense of the word I I want a family I want to feel like I have my own family because growing up, I didn't have that. And not having a sense of family left me very, very much lonely. So I definitely wanted to grow up and make sure I put emphasis on family, my own family, when I was able to do it. And a lot of the women 
in my family that are my age that had children had girls. Um, they have a lot of girl cousins. Um, and it makes it hard for us to be around the family, especially when it's a lot of girls, because I have two little boys. And the stuff that your your little girls do, one my sons do not want to do because it's it's girl activities, and my my boys are big on boy things and girl things. Like they will look, they will tell you off for pink is for girls, purple is for girls, ponies is for girls, cupcakes is for girls, like cupcake games is for girls. Like they will let you know that's that's for girls. Um, and um. When they get around cousins who are all girls, Jordan, honestly, for the most, it's miserable because he's a little boy. Jamar's still at the age where he really don't care. Like, he could play with anybody for the most part. As long as it's not too girly or too much, he, he don't care. But he can pretty much play anything. And then I'm always there supervising, making sure, look, don't, no, don't play, no little girl stuff. When you have little girls that's all around your little boys, it can be, your boys can be very easily influenced. I don't have no problem with same-sex dating or anything like that. And whoever you date is who you date. Your sexuality or sexual preference is your preference is for you. You know, God bless you, however, whoever you are. But as a child, I do believe that kids should be treated as kids their sexuality should be left out of it um sexual orientation it shouldn't even be a sexual orientation because they're children you understand what i'm saying i don't want to miss mix my kids up in a way where they're confused about who they are i don't want it to be like he's two not knowing any better two or three not knowing any better and he's around these kids and they got him dressing up in princess gowns and stuff to the point where he starts to look at himself in the mirror, look at himself in a princess dress and be like, oh my God, I look, I, I like how I look in a princess dress. Like just because he was never even supposed to be in a princess dress. You know what I'm saying? And A, if that was your child's stories, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or rude, but I just don't want that story for my child. I also don't want it to be to the point where my kids are around a confused child who doesn't understand their sexual orientation or for whatever weird reason at six years old is trying to figure out if they like boys or girls around my kids. I don't, I want my kids to stay kids, stay innocent for as long as possible, especially in the world we live in now where it's same sex is getting forced on kids in TV shows and kid shows kid movies and things like that. I want them to stay as innocent as possible. That way when they get older and they fully understand life and what's going on and how the reproductive system works and how their genital works and the the parts of their body and they're ready to explore the world in whatever way, shape or form, go ahead by all means. But let's at least try to keep you as young and as innocent for as long as possible because once you do grow up and you do start dealing with those life experiences, you also are going to experience life itself. And it's going to be so hard to protect you from life itself as you get older that I want to make sure I can protect you as much as I can when you're younger. And that includes keeping them away from certain people's children 
or certain family members or certain friends that are not no good to the development of my children. Another thing I've noticed in raising my boys, especially when it comes to family and things like that, is different people have different agendas for your children, whether they know it or not, whether they admit it or not. I have my boy cousins who are not great people themselves, honestly, you know what I'm saying? But they're so concerned about my boys being tough. And, and they don't want them to be no punks. And they don't want them to be bully, uh, bullied and things like that. They're five and three. They're not around anyone that would bully them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I understand what they're trying to say. But again, you're trying to take away a child's innocence to for them to portray tough. For what? They don't have to be tough. They're not growing up in the area where and don't get me wrong I'm from Cleveland Ohio and if you're from Cleveland I'm from down the way so I get it my cousins some of them from 30th some of them from King Kennedy some of them from 40th and we we have cousins all over the place from down the way but so they grew up and so you got some people from Harvard you got some people from we grew up in very rough areas needless to say where you had to be tough or you would not survive my kids are not living that life I've provided a life for them where they are not in the toughest areas where they have to be focused solely on being so tough that they can't focus on being children okay I also had to cut some friends off because some friends don't have children and it gets to the point where they say certain things where I understand that if I left my child with them by themselves it, things can go wrong. I remember having a debate about my um with a friend about little boys and nail polish. Um, the daycare she was working at was sending home permission slips, um, asking if it was okay for them to polish everyone's nails, including the boys. I said I would check. No, I don't want my three year old and five year old son walking around with nail polish on. I just it's, that's not the nail polish was created for girls to paint their nails. I don't want my little boys painting their nails in school and then come home looking for polish, looking for mommy's polish to play in because they was painting nails at school. Cause then that's gonna follow up with what lip gloss, lipstick. No. I, I just don't want that. But in that debate, the fact that she got so upset that I said I didn't want that let me know that if I was to have you come over and just happen to run to the store and you see my child playing in like some uh, some lip balm or lip gloss and they didn't know, they just know their lips was dry, mommy put on her lips all the time, I'm putting it on. I could see you allowing this little boy to put on lip gloss and pucker up his lips and be like, I mean, he just wanted lip gloss. And it's like, no, because lip gloss isn't for him. Lip gloss is for mommy. Lip gloss is for girls. He needed something on lip. You could have got Vaseline. Could have got chapstick. Anything, and it got to the point where she called me close-minded. Uh, you needed and and I, the fact that she was trying to force her opinions on me, I didn't say anything was wrong with anybody else allowing their child, their little boy, to get nail polish on their fingers. I just said I wouldn't do it for mine. The fact that she got so upset and called me close-minded and was trying to force the belief that I should allow my son to do it, 
I was like, okay, let me break this off because <laughs> that's not going to work for me. As soon as I have friends who didn't have kids who want to kick it all the time, getting upset because I can't hang out, I can't party, I can't kick her, I got to find a babysitter. And it, 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 be, it became a headache. But it seems like you would rather me be a friend than a mother. Now you're trying to take me away from my child. And now I can't have that, so I have to separate as well. So raising these boys around friends and family, y'all, has been a struggle for me. Let me know how it has been for you because I'm I'm over it. What I also learned, though, is it seems like more and more as the world go on, it's not really meant for our boys, especially not our young black boys, to be a part of. And I just wanted to get into the business part about this, you guys. Since I've been running a business, my niche is little boys clothing. That's my niche. That's my brand. Little boys clothing from infantry to preteen. And as I'm going through the different ways that I want to go about creating my business, and um, how I want to sell clothes, how I want to distribute, how I want to control inventory. I'm doing all this research and everything sounds great until it comes time to find a vendor for little boys clothing. There are slim to no, there are little, there are very little vendors when it comes to little boys clothing, very little. And if you do find a couple vendors, they're overseas and their sizing is going by a size overseas. My last vendors was using Australian Australian sizing. Needless to say, they messed up a lot of orders just off of size alone. It's the wrong size. They can't fit that. What are what are they going to do that? Also, um when I was looking for different vendors, um it just seemed like all of their pieces the 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 clothing was very cheap. It was very quickly made, like one fabric type of situation. It just kind of sewed it all together. I really don't know how to explain it in the way that I really need to, but definitely not great quality. And it seems like, but when I go and search for little girls clothing, oh my God, the list goes on and on and on and on from quality to cheap to to occasional to I mean the list goes on and on and I don't get that same impact when it came to looking for my little boy's clothing it wasn't there for me and that bothered me because one it's gonna make my job a whole lot harder but two it's like no wonder why when I go out and go shopping I see other people's uh, little boys in Similar, if not the same pieces that my sons have, whether I shop at Carter's, Old Navy, Walmart, um, Marshall's, TJ Maxx. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. <laughs> um, either way, if we don't have very a lot of options. And then people don't dive into what little boys like so much that they don't even have a lot of categories to choose from when it comes to style. You literally either got streetwear, school wear, or church wear. And it it really don't go in between. There's no in between. They they barely have slacks. 
they barely have cool t-shirts that they can like really nice t-shirts and this is going to to the african-american community i'm talking about t-shirts and clothes that my little back boys can wear and i would be proud that they're wearing it i'm not talking about those sample pieces where it seems like if they're made it for um caucasians the caucasian little boys i'm talking about though some clothes that i can feel proud that my black son got on wearing and he feel good in it and feel like he looked good in it those clothes there's not many items like that out here and that bothers me as i and it bothers me because doing this business now i see why it's like where are the vendors for the little boys when it comes to dressing the little boys creating a style for them creating stores for them what happened well where did we go wrong so that's um that's a a big part of jtd co creating a space for our little black boys and we're documenting the journey to share with other people so that you guys can learn from it as part of the community but i really want to shine a light on my boys it just seemed like this world is getting harder and harder for them to be a part of successfully to be a part of where it's about them where it shines the light on them and that is what i really want to do shine a light on my two young african-american boys who are going to have to grow up in this world and it is a scary world to live in but not only is it scary no part of this world really seems to be dedicated for them it doesn't shine a light on them i want to just create a safe space for them as well as for our boy moms out there we tired of going shopping seeing all the bows the glitz the glitter we we are so tired of that there is not <laughs> it seems to be no store like how journeys is for little girls where they got all of the girl stuff bows glitter backpacks accessory shoes it don't seem to be any store out there that a little boy and his mom can go through and get everything they need and really want in one store i'm not talking about like you you can get everything you need but it's it's not the options that you really want you could really go for something else but since it's here you're gonna get it no i'm talking about going to the store very excited to shop because they see all of these different styles and brands that they absolutely love and adore they can get some really cool shoes the what some of the hottest sneakers they go find them a really cool outfit get a matching cap matching book bag and feel really good about what they just spent their mom's money on you know what i'm saying or mom can feel really good about what she just bought for her for her son because he looks good, he feels good, and preferably it's black owned. Another reason why JTD Co. is so important, especially when it comes to shining the light on boys, is because I want to give my boys a way, a different way to see the world. I want them to know is other ways to make money in this world. You don't have to follow social norms in order to make money when i was growing up in school they taught us in order to make money you have to go to college you have to get a good job from college stick in that career field and make money off of that career you have to get a job or work for somebody for years on end in order to make good money from in order to make enough money to live off of and to enjoy life and really truth be told what I'm learning is it's the complete opposite. 
in order to make money. In order to make real money, a real living, you may can get that from working uh, for someone. Don't get me wrong. You may can get that from working for someone. But really, it's so many ways to touch money independently that really you should be getting out there and maybe even trying to find your own way. You don't have to stick to work in a factory job or work in fast food or trying to work into corporate. You also don't have to try to be a basketball player or a rapper or other any other stigma that goes towards African-American boys and what they can be in the world. You can be anything. You can have your own business and run that business and make money off of your business and your name, your brand. And that's what I want to show my boys. And so on this journey... I am not giving up, even though it's hard. Like I said, it's it's hard. It's hard as hell to find these vendors. It's hard as hell to find some really good pieces to work with. But I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to give up because I have something to live for. I have to show them that. I'm also a Christian woman, so I do have my children. Me and my kids pray every night before we go to sleep. I pray and talk to the, to God throughout the day every single day. Um, and everything I do, I make sure that I, I have God in and incorporate God. But I want my kids to understand that as long as you listen to God and have God in your heart and follow him, there's nothing that you can't do. There's no limitations on what you can do or who you can become. And continue to grow my business and work towards this business and not giving up, reinventing myself as many times as I need to in order to make this business a success and to um, thrive and have financial stability, I'm going to do it so that I can show my kids so they can have it. So one, they can be proud and have a mom and a dad because he's also on his business ventures, but they can have parents where they can say, my mom is the owner of this. My father is the owner of this. My mom and my dad, they created their own businesses. They have been running these businesses successfully for these many years. And they'll have parents that are owners instead of parents who are employees. And then when they grow up and it's time for them to start looking at what they want to become in life, they'll have parents or they seem made their own way. For themselves and they won't have the limited mind of I have to work for someone in order to live they will know no my parents created a path for themselves they created business for themselves income for themselves financial stability for themselves and their children I can do the same thing I want to encourage my kids to be anything you want to be you could be a science a scientist an astronaut a governor I mean, you can be so many different things that when you're growing up in school they don't shine a light and let you know um and that is one of my main goals when it comes to my boys and I'm so proud I'm so thankful of the co-parent that I have in my life my kid's father I'm so glad that we have been on the same page when it came to raising our cow, we raise our kids and the life paths that we wanted to go down when it came to creating our business. We've been talking about creating businesses since before creating businesses was popular. You know, we was in the studio apartment in Terrace Towers in East Cleveland. Those of you who are from Cleveland know <laughs> that struggle was real. 
But we was in the studio apartment in Terrace Towers talking about how we would create businesses for ourselves and how we wanted to start businesses and run businesses. And now being in the process of working, actually working on those goals, it feels amazing. I'm so thankful to have a partner like that where we are focused on the same thing because now our children have two parents who are following their dreams instead of settling for someone's corporate job or working under someone else. Don't get me wrong, y'all. And I'm, I just want to make sure I let it be known as a disclaimer at the end of this video. The opinions that I have are strictly my opinions. I do respect any and all communities, sexual orientations, regardless of any sexual orientations, race, color, ethnicity, anything it's, these are just the ways that I want to raise my little boys. Me and my partner wanted to raise our um, children. And there is nothing wrong with working a corporate nine to five. They have a grandmother who makes good money working as an accountant. Um, she's working under corporate. And it just, we just wanted to show that that wasn't the only way. Corporate isn't the only way. Working for someone else isn't the only way, just like rapping and basketball isn't the only way. And that was our whole point of raising our children, making sure that they were in a safe environment to grow freely, be themselves freely, be loved, adored, as well as creating lanes for them, creating mental lanes for them to know that they have freedom to be anything that they want to be as they grow they don't have to be limited to what society wants them to be or what society taught them to be and we're going to make sure we push self-education on our kids furthering their education and just continue continuing to help grow them mentally spiritually and emotionally as people but you guys, it's time to bring this talk to an end. Thank you for listening and being a part of JTD Co's journey in our community. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family if you enjoyed listening. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at jtdco.shop. And you can also follow us on YouTube at jtdco. Be on the lookout for our newest episode, which drops every Thursday at 2.30 p.m. And as always, I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,